Welcome to the Rat Girls podcast, where we discuss the good, the bad, and the ugly of girlhood. I'm your host, Abigail Jensen. And I'm your host, Gracie Madrid. Here, we believe that being perfect is boring, but being feral is way more fun, honey. <laughs> honey, a little added. <laughs> you know, you never know who's listening. Maybe Andy Cohen might want to put me on one of his shows. Whoa, <laughs> Real Housewives debut. But I'm poor. <laughs> So how does that work? I mean, so many of them have been caught in fraud. So it's like kind of on brand. True, true. They're always either accusing each other's husbands of cheating or them of committing fraud on their taxes. Those are like the two main conflicts on Real Housewives. I also just feel like everyone watching is wondering where did they get their money? Yeah, it's it's never really clear. And the answer is fraud. (laughs) Okay, before we get too much into the Real Housewives journey, let's introduce ourselves since it's the first episode to the listeners. Gracie, tell them about yourself. Tell me about yourself. Okay. Pitch me like you're on a first date. (laughs) Oh my God, no, I can't. I couldn't. I'll just give you a little quick background. So I am... um, I'm a former Team USA athlete for the Winter Olympic sport of skeleton, but now I am a washed up and I am a current sometimes funny person finding my way in this world. The like you saying you're a former Olympian is just the most wild thing in the world. And I know you're going to say I was I'm not an Olympian. No, but you are. (laughs) (laughs) I love you for that. And I appreciate it. That's an Olympian. Put you on Mount Olympus with the gods (laughs) like Team USA. That is so wild like that you are here to tell that tale and that you did like I think of people who do that as like like the fact that I can know someone who is really good at a sport. <laughs> I really appreciate that. But let me tell you, it is not like, you know how they say never meet your heroes like professional. Well, we can't even call skeleton a professional athlete because you don't get paid. So it's like professional amateur sport. But um, we're all psychotic. So it's really not that exciting. We're not that exciting. We're just either have like childhood trauma Great. or a few screws loose just which is now why we create a podcast for the attention and exactly. validation that we never got from I our parents. I should say that for everybody, but I feel like for a lot. My intro, I'll no, pitch yourself, pitch Abby. me like I'm on a date with you. My name's Abigail Jensen. Um, I was in the really wild world of television for a while on the writer's side, and that is a male-dominated industry that often gets fairly toxic (laughs) so after the last season of a show i was on i decided to like start posting on the internet seeing if i could create a different path for myself and that's when i created vibe slut my like sex pleasure positive instagram page slash like workshops and like it's been really fun um and yeah it's been cool to just like be my own boss and not work for men who hate their wives (laughs) i can completely understand and relate to that it is really wild when you have a boss who doesn't want to go home till 3 a.m and you all have to stay with them because they don't want to go home to their wife or their mistress um that's that's, wild that's showbiz baby so really everyone everywhere at the highest of what they're doing is tortured in some way is pretty miserable and miserable in some way and a great example of that is did you read any of britney spears memoir i'm not nearly as far in as i should be as oh a i'm britney not either Stan. i'm not either but 
It is a. I will say it's a very easy read. <laughs> yeah, that's what I've heard. But you got to oh, We love her. We love, love her, her so much. But she didn't. You know, she only has a certain level of education, and she's. We're, we're fine with that. Oh yeah. Well, it mainly just reads as like train of thought, like her right. Instagram story. That was not me shading her and her education in any way, shape, or form. It was more so me being like, yeah, she didn't. I didn't finish school either, Brittany. <laughs> Team Brittany. I'm with you, Queen. <laughs> yes, Queen. Um, but she, yeah, it's what part did you get it to? The last thing I read was the abortion on the ground. Wow, that's exactly where I am. No way. Maybe yeah. it was just such a heavy point that we had to like set our books down. We and-, had to, and also, I think like all the news like outlets were talking about that one story like that one excerpt of the book. And I'm like, I have to get to this. Totally. I need to read it for myself. And then reading it was it was disturbing because what was happening to her was disturbing. She had an abortion at home. They didn't really let her go to the hospital because they didn't want anyone to figure out she was having an abortion. And also it kind of sounds like she didn't really want the abortion, but got it because Justin really wanted it. Yeah. So she's in pain at home having this abortion and Justin Timberlake's there. Um, and he thinks it's a good idea to help uh, aid her in this moment. Like, let's not give her medicine. Let's not take her to the hospital. I'm going to sing at her with my guitar. <laughs> sing at her. That's like, it's so perfect. It's like the Barbie movie. That's what I was saying. It's like, how could that moment in the Barbie movie get worse for a woman? Oh, she's having an abortion. <laughs> oh, no. Like, what songs do you think he yeah. went to? If Senorita was there, I guess Senorita was not released yet. <laughs> Senorita hadn't... Senorita. Senorita. Senorita hadn't been thought of yet. My Missouri accent. <laughs> I love it. What would he have played? I If it were Senorita, I would have been like, yeah, it kind of does make this better. Because that's a bop. It is a bop. Did you know, by the way, I heard recently that that album, that was Justified, right? Yeah, I think so. Like, a lot of the songs, allegedly off that album like the majority of the album it was written for michael jackson and michael jackson passed on it i could be this could be false no i'm never gonna check but i read it it somewhere halfway high while scrolling one night and it just infiltrated my brain but it was supposed to be true to me (laughs) yes now now it's a fact oh no i'm just as bad as Trumpers. But about pop culture. So is it really that bad? It doesn't hurt anyone. Well, maybe it hurts the people who maybe the stories are about. Justin, oh no, I'm spiraling. <laughs> Wait, actually, tan- tangent yeah. on that. I was standing in line and um in the at the grocery store and there was two older, very clearly straight men behind me. And there was, uh, you know, in the checkout when there's um, magazines. Yeah. And so one of the magazines was like Justin Under Fire and Britney Memoir, like probably People or something like that. And they read it and said out loud, oh, it's like society just doesn't let boys make mistakes anymore. And I'm like. Mm, He's made like 57 mistakes and ruined the careers of two pop stars. He built his career off of the backs of exploiting the women around him. Yeah. I don't know. I... That's maybe a strong statement and Colin did advise me to not say that in our first episode. (laughs) 
<laughs> no, I support but I don't it completely. Have a Justin for Britney. Justin. Justice. Oh my God, he's infiltrated my brain. <laughs> no. <laughs> justice for Britney. Justice for Janet Jackson. Like, yes. he, she was off the airways because of him. He 100%. went and cried to Les Moonves and was like, it was her fault her nipple showed at the Super Bowl. I didn't he know about it at her all. Titty out of her shirt. Yeah. You have to try to rip a shirt that hard. That wasn't fast fashion back then. That no. was sustainability. <laughs> Those threads held. Do you. <laughs> They did. Nowadays, it would be, okay, maybe we could blame it on the Sheehan, the Sheehan of it all. Yeah. But yeah, also, it's like, I wonder if there's conspiracy theories around that. I think it was definitely you, planned on both their parts. You think? A hundred percent. Did she say that that wasn't, she I, had no, like, that was just such a shock and such an embarrassing, horrifying moment for her? I can't speak to that because I don't know. Should we call her? <laughs> yeah. Janet! Janet! What's up? Um, <laughs> she's like, who are you? Leave me alone. <laughs> that was a really wild time when that happened. I was in fourth grade and I was an improv at the age, um, an improv prodigy, fourth that. grader. Um, and every scene that anyone did after that moment of the Super Bowl was just us reenacting that moment of the Super Bowl. <laughs> Our poor teacher, like these 10 year olds pretending to rip each other's <laughs> bras off and then show their nipples. <laughs> scarred it was an intense pop culture moment it was but speaking of like good fabric i want to talk about i went wedding dress shopping yes oh my gosh why did we not lead with that oh my god i don't know i'm like i'm so excited about it though i not i know not everyone has the best experience wedding dress shopping and i've been like kind of body conscious lately and it's the ultimate body check so yeah. i was super nervous but man, trying on expensive fabric that is Does like... Does it make a huge difference? It makes a huge difference. I would think so. I've, I, I haven't had lovely pressed silk against my skin, so I wouldn't know. This was the first time. <laughs> That's fantastic. It was every dress I tried, tried on. I was like, this is the one. My friend who I went with had to stop me. Like, I was getting too greedy with it. Like, there was a dress with, like, pink that was, like, basically just fully pink. And I was like, can I try that one on now? And she was like, Abby, like... No, like that is Wait, no, I love when um brides do unconventional wedding dresses. Totally like, like different colors. You didn't even try it? I didn't try it, but I think it was in my best interest, um, because it was like not my style at all. It was like pink, poofy, like Miss Piggy pink. Like I was like <laughs> I used to watch Say Yes to the Dress religiously oh my God. and just talk shit. It was so toxic of me. But <laughs> like as if I like what was that like I like I support women and I love women and then I'm like that dress is fucking gross that's the whole point of the show unfortunately that's true. and that's to be true. like they spent that much money on that ugly dress well the amount of money spent is a sham it's wild to wear it only one time or for it to get trashed oh my god luckily the dress I tried on was so and it's not from anthropology, but I will start with I did first go to anthropology's bridal section, oh, yeah. which was so reasonable. And it kind of gave me like this sense of, OK, you don't have to spend a million dollars on a dress for it to feel good on you. Totally. So then I had more of a budget in mind, because even though I had a budget for wedding dress shopping, you don't really know what they're going to feel like at that budget because you've never done it before. Right. So I was like, am I going to get something that's like a thousand dollars that should usually be like the most well-fitted, beautiful thing in the world, but because in wedding dress world, that's like two cents. Like, am I going to get something that's a thousand dollars and it feel like absolute, like, you know, a bag in the wind. Right. But no, it was like their dresses were around a thousand and they were like, so like 
you know, perfect to your body. And I think there really is, you really do have to spend a little more. I think in general with clothes in general, like something my mom always taught me was, you know, you, you build your wardrobe, like you just have like key pieces and you, but you get them like good quality and you might have to spend a little bit more, but it's like, you wear that like four days of the week. Like you have like, Two pants in rotation or the capsule. Exactly. My mom taught me that really young, which I'm super grateful for. Yeah. Um, Not to say I didn't have my forever 21 phase because didn't we all. But now as an adult, when it's, you know, my money and I have to budget, I'm like, you know, maybe I won't. I'll hold out for a while and I'll Mm -hmm. buy like this shirt because it's super nice quality. I know it'll fit me really well and it won't like pull and bunch in weird yeah. places but then i won't buy something for like another month or two months totally that's so where... i can imagine the the dresses like more expensive dresses probably fit you like a glove oh yeah and and it, i didn't even like let myself try like above a certain number on because it's like if you fall in love with something then you're just screwed yeah um but luckily i found fell in love with a dress that was like completely reasonable for a wedding dress um that's awesome i know and well, i like can you tell us about oh God, it without i literally showed Jessie the picture. listening <laughs> i literally sent a picture of it to my therapist because i was like you're under hipaa or whatever it is <laughs> like you can't say anything to anyone like i was just so excited about it's very plunge like plunge neckline which i don't have a lot of boobies no that'll so, be gorgeous on you thank you i was like so excited um yeah, because that's not what I thought. It, I was thinking like satin classic, and then I ended up with a lace plunge, satin. like you know, we're we're at a lake and it feels very summery, so it, it just works out. Uh, oh, never mind. Long sleeve shorts. If you can't tell me that, no, I feel like oh, that short, was enough. Short sleeve. Oh that yeah, was it's enough. Be like you are. You just gave degree. a lot away. I did. Jesse won't listen to this. Okay. Well, bl- <laughs> well yeah. Don't let him listen to this episode. <laughs> we'll still, Let's he, talk shit about him. Yeah. yeah. We can. What can we say? Jesse's <laughs> no, my fiance. I love Jesse. He's a lovely human. We'll have him on at some point. Um, He's so funny, <laughs> and my boyfriend loves Jesse, and Jesse loves my boyfriend, and they are sweet kings. So and that's we won't how talk we shit met. about them. That is how we I met. remember exactly the first time we met. Actually, I don't. Oh my god! Yeah. Share. I was share share share. Kate's house. Um, our friends. Yes. You, you were living them with them at the time, maybe because it was COVID. It was. We were. We had just moved back because we went back to the East Coast for like uh, a ch- good chunk of like the first wave of the like 2020 of the yeah. pandemic. And then we had come back and we're apartment looking for apartments. So we were staying with them while we were looking for apartments. Yes. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Now. So you guys were there and I was so antsy because we were picking up a TV for Jesse from doc, but Jesse was taking me out to a big special dinner that night and he oh. hadn't officially asked me to be his girlfriend yet. So I was like, this is it. Like, this is the big, you know, this is going to be the moment. So we were like running late by being at Capes and seeing you. So it was lovely to meet you. But in my mind, I was like, tonight I'm going to be asked to be his girlfriend and like so excited. And then, of course, we like get out to dinner. I'm like looking dressed to the nines, which for me is like once in a lifetime <laughs> and you looked so cute oh, that day you. i remember i remember you actually looked so youthful <laughs> like in a way that was like she she is a lot younger than me but like when i was talking to you you were so, like we had such good conversation you were so sweet it was so oh effortless God. but i was like she's a gorgeous little like she's a, she's a lot younger than me it's all the botox your face is just was glowing <laughs> it was because i thought i was gonna be a girlfriend and then we got on the date and he was like thanks for helping me move that was really nice i wanted to bring you to this dinner to thank you and i was like uh, so he didn't ask you that night or he did he did not <laughs> I was going to say, I feel like 
He didn't introduce you as his girlfriend, but I felt felt like it went without saying. Oh, yeah. It, I mean, we were five months in at that point. Like, I was just, like, waiting for him to, like, put words to it because I didn't want to be the one to do it. Yeah. You know, I was like, do I, like, how do I do it without making it a deal, a big deal? Do I bring him into a gas station and, like, say, like, oh, my boyfriend's paying for that or something, <laughs> like, and just, like, throw it into conversation? How can you like, slip it in? Yeah, how do you just slip it in there? But it hadn't happened at that point, and then... It didn't also happen that night. All that happened that night was I got thanked for, you know, using my big trunk to help him move. Truck? Trunk. Trunk. (laughs) My big trunk. My big ass. (laughs) My big trunk of my car. My big trunk to help him move. Um, Yeah. But moving in L.A. is the worst thing in the world. You guys have such a good spot where you are. Oh, so that was like we were so lucky to find that place. Like when we were staying there. And I think I went I went for a walk in the neighborhood and then I saw that that place was for rent and I was like, we need to call immediately and then called and, you know, that's that's how, how we you got, got the place. It. We got, we like I think we were one of the first people to see it. And now, thank God we found because it was taking us months to find a spot. Yeah, it's L.A. is wild. You find a place and then it goes like immediately. Have you guys found bars like in your area yet or your places yet that you feel like you just love going through. I know you like recently went to a tiki bar. Was that in the area? Oh my God, the tiki bar. No. So that was an an, an invitation from, it was a tiki pop-up Ooh. and it was an invitation from our gorgeous, gorgeous friends. And um, they always find like super cool events that I would never find otherwise yeah. to go to. And they invited us. Um, so we pull up and it's literally a like a trailer, like a little not even like a trailer. What do you call them? Like a U-Haul. Yeah, like a storage food unit. truck almost. Oh, like no. A, no, I'm all off. No, you're not. I'm I wasn't really giving you much to work with. But uh, so it's like a U-Haul storage unit, I want to yeah. say like, yeah, it was a storage unit. Because the whole story behind it was apparently these they're like young guys. They bought this storage unit in the pandemic and then just randomly as like auction at auction to be like, what's inside and then found all these things. And this is the story. At least they weren't selling it. They weren't giving (laughs) what it needed to give for me to believe that this was really what happened. Like it just happened to be a tiki bar. Yeah. We just bought this, this, uh, sight unseen U-Haul storage unit and it had all these treasures in here. Get them in a Meisner's class. Get them in at the theater classes. <laughs> An improv yeah. class, like yeah. something. Uh, they, you know, I respect the hustle, but you, you know, I was under the guise that it was going to be a little bit different, but I, I love like any new experience. So I was, I was like, okay, I'm playing into it. They're like, yeah, and it was this trap, this old explorer's U-Haul that died and no one ever opened it until when we found it in 2020 or when we bought it sight unseen. Like, okay. They're like pitching you their reality TV show. <laughs> yeah. Storage <laughs> Wars. Sandoval. Like, this is Storage Wars, honey. Like, okay. So they tell us this whole elaborate story. And then we're like, okay, oh, so can we go in? They're like, oh, no, the, the next group's in there. Um, I mean, the last group's in there. So, you know, we have to wait for them to come out and then we'll, you guys will be the next group. It's like an escape room. Like there's that's, turns. What, that's exactly. So it, it was like, there were weird vibes happening. Like they, after they gave this whole like backstory, I was trying to like pick their brain more and they were being very weird and ominous about everything <laughs> to where, and I was a little bit high. So I was like, Oh, this is going to be a saw thing. Like I, my brain starts to panic. Cause I'm such a, 
especially when I'm high, it can go one of two ways. But in this situation, I was like becoming paranoid and worst case scenario, like this is I'm going to be trapped inside like a horror movie type scenario. I mean, def- I, that would be exactly where my brain got. Yeah. That's not a far off place to jump. Exactly. But let me tell you exactly. Let me tell you why. And this is really they had a sign a waiver that said at the very bottom in fine print, like essentially, if you die, we are not responsible and I was what is going on in this room exactly so I was asking questions like um excuse me um do I have to sign this uh I I would prefer not because I don't I don't know what I'm walking into for a tiki bar for a tiki bar and I haven't even seen what's inside at this point I just see a shack and I'm like no no not in LA like anything can happen there are so many freaks here they're they're really like not giving me much and then finally they're like anything with alcohol you know you got to be extra careful so it's just you know worst case scenario if god forbid something was to happen after here i'm like okay well you didn't make that very clear in the fine print honey but okay um so i start um making jokes like when they're like oh yeah the next group's gonna come out in a second i'm like i hope they're not in caskets or like (laughs) I hope they don't come out on a body bag, like trying to lighten the mood because it was just awkward and no one, everyone standing outside wasn't talking. And I was trying to like riff off of the joke of like dying inside of there. And they were, they hated me. They were so stone faced. (laughs) These men are not salesmen. They're not selling the experience. No, they, they tried to so hard and then they immediately were like, no, I'm done. I was trying so hard to bond with them before. I potentially died because these might have been the last people I ever saw. And then what when you actually got in there was the vibe? When I got inside there, the death theme kept going. So they were like, this is our first drink. He found this herb while scuba diving off the coast of Costa Rica and we infused it into this drink. But just beware, drink every last sip or you might die. Like weird shit like that. Like it's supposed to be long, longe- like for longevity and a long, happy, healthy life. And I'm like, guys, we this death theme is really sending. They me. need a brand manager because no one wants to be in a place that they could die or yeah, not. Or like, like that's like brand rule number one: don't make your clients think they could die. We're here to have fun, but also you might die. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And then when I try to make jokes about that, it is like stone face. So now I'm really thinking I will die. The only logical jump through. So afterwards, was everyone like this exper- experience was just horrid? No, I mean, like there was it was fun. It was fun. But it was not like it wasn't like I feel like I could have given them notes after. Yeah. To be like, y- there's a lot of potential here. Are you guys taking feedback? <laughs> Do you have a suggestion box? If not, I could just write it on the over there. <laughs> yeah. Can I just? Put a couple notes. That's the issue with pop-ups. You can't really give feedback because there's no Yelp page for them. No, they're there to take your money. <laughs> yeah. And go on to the next U-Haul situation. Then they get to rebrand. They're like Justin right now trying to get back in with sync <laughs> because he, he needs a rebrand. Yeah, he knew this was happening and we're not falling for it. Screw you, Trolls 3. I'm not watching. <laughs> Trolls 3. Trolls 3 has really personally victimized you it today. Has. It ruined my life today. I was 20 minutes late to this recording studio because Hollywood <laughs> was shut down. I actually made up that the Trolls 3 was happening premiere was happening it might have been anything else but hollywood was shut down for an event and i used my deductive reasoning it it could have very well been trolls yeah i was like it's trolls three it's justin timberlake back at it again (laughs) ruining my life (laughs) he ruins only queens me (laughs) 
Brittany, Janet. Janet. <laughs> also, speaking of queens, I didn't even say when I first met you, you complimented me. I'm just over here talking about myself. I meant to say when I first met you, I thought, oh my God, this is the funniest human being alive, which is like why I wanted to do this podcast with you. That is so very nice and shocking. <laughs> And I, I believe, I, I believe it, and I will take that compliment. I believe yes. that you feel that way, and I'm so grateful. <laughs> However, like me, <laughs> me who? who? I'm just glad that you see me and I see you, and that's yeah, all I really care that's about. That's all that matters, you I know. S- I see you, baby. <laughs> but I, I, well, while we're on a compliment train, wow, this is beautiful. Let, women need to compliment women more. Yeah, and be able to accept the compliment. That see how that was really hard them. for me. Yeah, and I was like, no, I trust and love Abby. I'm gonna let this go into my heart and soul and say thank you. I don't give compliments willy-nilly. It used to be a thing I did because I was trying to please people all the time. Oh, interesting. I give compliments when I mean them, and I mean them often, but I don't just make shit up anymore. It used to be like, I love your shoes, and it's like, I don't know anything about fashion. (laughs) Those are the fuggliest (laughs) shoes I've ever seen. Internal dialogue. (laughs) Regina George moment. (laughs) Speaking of, did you see the trailer for the new Mean Girls? No, I haven't yet. It's brutal. (laughs) It it is. She and Mean Girls. Really? Yeah. It's gonna be next level because it's like how old were we when the first mean girls came out? i was like 11 i think yeah and it was like this is my whole personality now no i felt i felt similar well it was i loved the movie but i was like i can't really relate to like anyone yeah. specifically it's like i'm gonna grow into this yeah i'm like oh this <laughs> be is what really high cool. school will be like yeah. but obviously like you know every it shifts with every generation mm-hmm. so i feel like this mean girls is gonna be like what we experience i'm curious because i feel like a lot of gen z also watch is mean girls like the original true so i I, mean it's such an iconic yeah it holds up very well in its humor there's a lot of things that are you know questionable like (laughs) appropriate wise right a lot of r words being thrown around oh my gosh that was the era era but um but yeah, I think that this just looks too glossy. That's the thing I don't like about movies now. Like the Netflix era movies, they look too. Now I'm in my yes. like Rotten Tomatoes, you know, bag era, no, whatever. I get it. But like, I just things are too glossy. Like I miss like a little grit. <laughs> Give me that the is, grit. That's Mean Girls. Make not perfect characters. I could not agree with you more. I feel like that across the board with TV and film. Period. Yeah, I really hate the super especially when they're trying to make like somebody you know the character very relatable but but like just through the dialogue and it feels so performative or everyone's like really witty it's like not everyone in real life has a comeback for everything and also you're the way that they're presented like no one would bully that person in real life yeah nobody like they look gorgeous yeah they are totally yeah they've got the you know, movie magic beauty filter over them. There's not one single pimple, not one single wrinkle, not one single. They all have veneers. Yeah, they're it's like show bring me, back normal teeth. Give me back, bring me back normal looking people. Period. Yeah. On this topic, I just well, I'm a very new fan to the Bachelor Bachelorette <gasps> franchise. Like within new is in like the last couple years. Yeah. Um. So I'm backtracking on a lot of the, like, the, you know, sh- the shows. Yeah. Are you watching older seasons? Yes. So I okay. went, well, I'm actually now on Bachelor in Paradise. Oh, that's the most fun out of all that's of That's what everyone said. And it took yeah. me so long to get into it. And now it's just like, you know, I'm rotting my brain, but I'm so entertained. I love a brain rot. <sighs> I love Same. to watch. We're watching Southern Charm right now. 
Just like give it to me. I'm into all the housewives now. Yeah. Like, at the top of the podcast. Do, I, do now you it's like, watch Potomac? I havenven't watched Potomac. Okay. I've done Jersey, which I'm obsessed with. I was about to do a Jersey accent, and I was like, I can't even attempt. I, it has to come more organically to us. It will. It will when the time's right. But nothing beats the, the the hard thing for me about Jersey is like, how can I watch a show about Jersey that's not Jersey Shore? Because there, but have you watched Jersey? No, I have not. Oh, it, it, it's like those are that's like their family, like their aunts or their like. <laughs> It's I love Jay Wow makes appearances. Yeah, I love New Yorkers, New Jersey, like New Jersey people. What is New Jerseyans? New Jersey, New, New, New Jerseyans, New Jersey. I love anyone from New York and New Jersey. Yeah, that is like especially like the Italian, the unfiltered, give it to you straight, oh, just like our podcast. I love them so much, like so 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 much. Um, and then I'm also watching Miami, which I'm obsessed with because I love only say good things about Miami. My, I think I like Miami more than um, Jersey, but it's uh, a t- it's kind of like neck and neck. I'm actually scared to go to Miami because I think it's more of a scene than L.A. is like I'm yeah. scared to be physically presenting and perceived in like <laughs> in that world, that world where everyone's so beautiful, so put together. But there's so much diversity. OK, I feel like, well, I lived in Miami for what? a year and a half. It was very brief, like like a kind of. Yeah, about a year and a half. Yeah. And I loved it there. Um, what was all the- my friends were Jamaican, Cuban latin period and it was just the most fun ever and it's awesome i remember granted it was another different time where it wasn't like everyone has instagram face but um it was like my the most diverse group of friends i've ever had and everyone was gorgeous everyone looked beautiful in their own way no one looked like the next person Mm. and that's kind of what i was trying to say about like going back and watching the bachelor stuff it's like the all the girls in the most recent episode and even the guys but unfortunately, the, pre- the societal pressure on girls to like, you know, the filler, the Botox, right. we all feel that the whatever um, they all look so kind of like homogenized. And then you go back and these girls look normal, like different types of faces. Yeah, and I'm like, I miss that just in entertainment period looking different totally not looking like i'm opening up instagram and seeing you like yeah like there's a filter on you of like making your nose smaller your lips bigger your eyes like the fox eyes like everything's tight it's like like that's the trend now right but what's it gonna be yeah i was wondering about that today like we're doing so many and I support anyone doing anything that makes them feel good about themselves. hundred percent. That goes without saying. But like we're doing so many things to our faces and I do Botox. I've done filler before, threw up on my injector, it hurts so bad. That's a whole <laughs> nother story. But like we're how do we don't know how these are gonna age. They're like pretty yeah. new to us in this way that everyone's you know doing them and i'm very curious to see what the look is in 10 years yeah if there's some kind of um people go the exact opposite way where it's like all natural like what is going to be what we get towards because we're putting we're all starting to look the same right now and eventually people are going to want to look different again absolutely or even like nose jobs how they're like i've got mine (laughs) 
<laughs> Me too, honey. Um, I I really love the word honey today. It's yeah, like my best friend it. Josh has infiltrated my body and he is speaking through speaking you. through me because that's his favorite word. Maybe I just miss him so much. I love you, Josh. Come, Josh. I've never met Josh, but come. Oh yeah. We should have him on one day. I would love. He's he would be an excellent guest. What was I saying? Your oh, nose so, job. So nose jobs. It's moved away from like, what is the best nose for your face? And to just like, I want Bella Hadid's nose or I want the turkey rhinoplasty, which I find so interesting. The um, tourist like plastic surgery. Have you heard about this? No, never. So I don't know if it's like because I watched one video for way too long to so for where now my whole for you page is about like Turkish <laughs> rhinoplasty. But it's all these U.S. girls going over to Turkey to get their noses done and because it's somehow a lot cheaper. And I think it's also a, a specific look where it's like the very tiny... Like the who knows. The Whoville knows. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, it's it's very feminine and gorgeous, but it's so... It's the same nose on all these different girls that have different face shapes and we for, uh, different features. And we forget yeah. that like... It's not just the one feature. It's it's how does your like how does somebody and how do you most importantly your opinion of yourself is really the only one that matters. But how do you take in your whole face, your whole right. essence, not just my lips are too small or I need them to be bigger because everyone else's lips are big. Kylie Jenner or whoever. Totally. I need my nose to be tiny because Bella Hadid is the most gorgeous woman in the world according, according to, to science. science. Whoa. <laughs> you know that's like. I think every woman probably knows these stats because yeah. it's like it's in our fucking faces constantly being like, do you look like this? You don't? Well, yeah. you you better do something to make this better because how you are is not good enough. We're all going to judge you. Yeah. yeah. Piggybacking on that, I just want to say like my absolute ne- nemesis in life is that like eight year old kid. I think I told you about him at one point, but I got my nose job <laughs> and then I went and worked at a camp. And at this camp, um, there were children and this little kid came up to me out of nowhere. No one's ever touched my nose before. It was like one month into my nose job, still healing, came up to me, grabbed my nose and twisted it. And of I, course. I was going to kill that kid. <laughs> fuck them kids. I was so mad. <laughs> fuck His mom kids. like made and him apologize to me and write a card. And I was like, I don't give a fuck about this card. Pay for my new nose job. <laughs> Did you know this kid at all? Or it was truly no, just a random child, a random child, a menace to society. I'm <laughs> I hope he's okay. What but, a little shit. I know. And now I never know what my nose would have actually healed like because it did cause That's like so a permanent little twist in it. Um and my nose doctor was like, we can, you know, redo it, but then you'd have to go through the surgery again, which I was just like, I'm not going through that again. Too horrible. And he was like, and also we'd have to like take cartilage from your ear and then you'd have to protect your ears. So it'd be like this. And your nose, you maybe wear like a dog cone type thing that protects your face fully so you don't have another little idiot child come touch you. I was just like, this is, I believe that this kid is the devil. Yeah, (laughs) Damien. Is Damien? Who's Damien? Is that the name for the devil? (laughs) No, what what movie is it? The Omen? Where the child, it's like... Damien and he's like very clearly looks disturbed and like he is not okay he and is. everyone's like something's wrong with Damien he's like the child he's devil. foaming at the mouth that was this kid <laughs> I'm so sorry that happened to you that is always how it happens though it's like nothing that's ever happened to me in my life and no. and I know I'm very lucky to even have had a nose job in the first place when I wanted one but again 
Fuck you would never kids. know. But we always we always are our worst critics when we look totally. in the in the mirror. We're perfectly imperfect, and that brings us into our main cheese. Yes, of the week. Get We're it, ta- girl. Get it, girl. We're talking about why we called this Rat Girls podcast. So, what does the term "rat girl" mean to you? You know, I just think I've always identified with a rat. Yeah, because they just. <laughs> They're doing the best they can. Yeah. They're scurrying through life. Tell me about it. Looking for their next adventure, looking for their next slice of pizza to pull out of a gutter. I, I wouldn't go as far to say pull it out of a gutter, but if I was drunk enough, maybe. I would pull it back out of the trash can. Yeah. I'm like, dust it off, clean it <laughs> off a little bit. It's good. It's good to go. Let's eat this pizza. I've always kind of walked my own or scurried my own path. I've, I've, I've never wanted to have like a normal um, life of what's typically expected of somebody. You know, the you go to college, you get a nine to five, yeah. you get married, you have kids. Not to say there's anything wrong with that. And there are there are aspects of that I love and I would want to have. But I I always just have loved adventure and well, just doing weird different things and and i think i've had a little bit of delusion my whole life that has just been like yeah just try it what's the worst that can happen and (laughs) and i think i've just grown comfortable with like the journey and the process of pursuing whatever that is that i'm doing and 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 finding happiness in that and and the journey as opposed to like what do i have right now and you know, who am I right now? I, I don't really never cared for materialistic things. I do. I do like nice things, but I'm not like I don't live my life to like obtain those totally. things. Rats don't wear clothes. Rats, rats don't wear clothes. They're not girl. spending money on clothes. <laughs> <laughs> They're spending their time on experiences, experiences, yummy food. Yummy food. Being a little rat in a big city. Yep. <laughs> Exploring. Try, shooting your shot in this life. Yeah. Taking that chance. Being a bit greasy. Like, oh, yeah. Not caring about what people think of you is the big one to me. Like, 100%. I think, especially being like 30, has opened my eyes up to like, I am give no fucks about what people think about me anymore, especially with, you know, there's a lot of friendships in the past I've like invested energy into and they just have it the same way. And it's kind of feels like a dynamic of like the cool girl in high school and you want her to like you, but you don't even really like her because she's mean. But yeah. like, but you're investing external validation, yeah, external validation. And like, as I've gotten older, like that's slowly going away. I feel the same and way. I feel like that's a rat rat quality like (laughs) rats don't give a fuck rats will get in your way they don't care if they cause chaos chaos i wanted to say mayhem (laughs) wait what a callback to mean girls oh my god gruel chaos they do not care if they cause may no i can't say it chaos or mayhem (laughs) they're doing what's best for them (laughs) yeah and we love that and that's that's what we that's what we're trying to do. Yeah. Do you have and any encourage other people to do the same? Totally. Like figuring out your way in an Im, in a imperfect way. Be a little feral with it. Oh yeah. Be a little scrappy with it. Do you have like a time recently where you were like, I was a full on rat? <laughs> Every <laughs> night when I go and eat cheese out of the freezer, like, and that's not even me saying that 
because that's like people say that and that's like a meme or it's really like I eat cheese the every shredded night. cheese out of I'm the bag. I'm not a shred. No, I'll go. I'll make myself like a little charcuterie board Ooh. of like whatever I have. Brie? I love brie. So good. Love just love a classic sharp cheddar. Oh, I know that's very on the nose with rats, but like I just I love to be snacking, especially right before bed. I mean, I recently started a vegan. Got to talk about being vegan. Um, I was a vegan for like eight years, and then this summer I was in the Midwest and I started eating dairy again, and yes, it's been like I the most you telling me exciting, that. delicious journey of my life. Like, what made you? Say okay, I'm I'm bringing dairy back. Um, bringing dairy back. <laughs> yeah. No, that's a Justin song. Damn it, Justin. <laughs> um, being in the Midwest, it's very hard to be vegan. It's like I was gonna be eating beans and rice or nothing. Well, it's also so. I feel like they really like meat there. Yeah, really like meat and really like heavy heavy whipping cream. Is that oh. what you call it? I was in a very Amish area, so okay. everything had a lot of cream. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, it's it's life's too short to be doing this anymore i don't want to just eat rice and beans i'm so farty and i was also <laughs> farty initially eating the dairy my body's gotten more used to it now and it's just cheese is such a great snack yeah it's delicious i pretty much live off of cheese i tried to be vegan too for a little while and it was like i like gets you in that way it's impossible for me that's like literally 80 percent of my diet is cheese <laughs> my, there's a joke that colin and i have where it's really not a joke. And, and he we make the joke. And I'm like, no, but if you actually did this, it would solve probably 99% of our relationship, whatever arguments we're having. If I'm cranky, I'm mm. sad, bad mood, period, anything, make me a grilled cheese and I'm wow. happy again. Do you get hangry? Not really, actually. Okay. I wasn't not sure if it was because really. like you were so hungry. Like No, I'm just not emotionally regulated. <laughs> And cheese is the only thing that makes me regular. Cheese is my Prozac. <laughs> Prozac is no, my Prozac. Really, all oh. the good work my therapist has helped me do, and she's fantastic. And I'm like, what's really made me able to emotionally regulate cheese? Cheese. I'm a hangry gal. I will get like, poor Jesse. He gets, he's, he starts to be like, you. Like should be able to control yourself, like no, in your emotions. And I'm like, when I'm hangry, I'm. It's not an act I'm putting on. I'm not like. No, you might have hy uh, hypoglycemia. Is that what it is? Oh, I don't know, but Colin that sounds has like that. And oh, every, really? And every almost everyone I know. Oh my god, this is so bad. I don't know if it's hyper or hypo. I think it's hypo. Okay. Everyone I know, family members too, who get really hangry, it's because they have hypoglycemia, which means. It's like a blood sugar thing. So okay. if you don't eat consistently to keep your blood sugar at a certain level, like it drops and then you're just like your hormones, everything's just going crazy. So you're just like violent and angry and not necessarily violent, but I mean, maybe I'll take any reason to keep eating. <laughs> like, yeah. I was like it, tell me it's a medical condition. But just, it's good to snack yeah. all the time and just to have something on hand. Like Colin, I don't know. He needs to carry like snacks with him everywhere he goes because he gets hangry mm, i wear little rats we need to nibble we need a nibble. nibble with our little cute little hands and also i i do get hangry but it's i also have had so many weird eating habits over the years mm. that i think i'm i just can fast for an abnormally long time <laughs> so i've trained my body to just that is what not is a girlhood <laughs> yeah, not advisable we don't we do not encourage that no. here that is an unhealthy pattern <laughs> That I have, I'm dedicating my life to trying to break. Same. I am in a bit. This is a, 
but in a big like therapist, my all we talk about is how I don't have a healthy relationship with food. Yeah, it's I mean that's brutal. That's something we're definitely gonna have to deep dive. We have in to do an episode because on that. that is like so so common with us with it, girls. Yeah, women. Res- we just were taught like if you're not restricting, then what are you doing? Yeah, but also. You know, back going back to Justin and Brittany time period, like the the women were just abused in the media oh my and God. just obliterated for looking for being. They were so skinny. And it was like we would see those as children yeah. plastered on the tabloids or people, even people magazine like. Brittany looks, you know, she looks like a cow. And it's yeah. like, she looks skinnier than I do right now. The the Jessica Simpson picture that's forever embedded in my brain. I think, of- like, most girls our age, that is, like, that truly, tr- like, was traumatic. Like, oh, if this is what's, this is what I will be thought of in society if I look like this. And it's, you look back at the picture, she looks so normal She's and healthy. She's so healthy. She was called Miss Piggy. Like, it was headlines for her being that makes me so a healthy angry. way yeah and like what why do i have these issues no really that's all it's a whole our whole generation but it's it's every generation yeah but has their those own version girls, the it girls of that time really were so mistreated and yeah. like they need to get their lick back like yeah time for revenge truly <laughs> let britney so out wrong. let britney dance with her knives <laughs> around justin right <laughs> just kidding around i don't justin. encourage violence but <laughs> no but any Anytime anyone says, like, okay, this might be our first rat girl rule. Whoa. We do not tolerate, in this house, we believe in science. Science. And we do not tolerate Britney slander of any Mm -mm. kind. Mm -mm. Don't you dare call her crazy. No. Don't you dare make fun of her videos. No. She's expressing herself. Yes. And she can do whatever the fuck she wants. And those knives are fake. She's allowed (laughs) to dance with them. Shakira did it. And she's keeping a small business um <laughs> running because when the name Product of placement yeah when the name of those knives where she bought those knives got out so many people and went bought their fake knives there <laughs> and so she's keeping them afloat <laughs> she is doing the lord's work the godney's Truly. work she is so we here. don't we no rat girl rule no slandering Brittany. ever ever for any reason that's why i got work bitch on my side i'm dedicated to the cause <laughs> i have it tattooed on my body we love that so much Whew. okay i feel like we've deep Divin, <laughs> divin, deep dove. The past tense. What was the other word? Mayos. No, not mayos. 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 We've done a deep dive into rat girlhood, <laughs> and we'll get it into it more as we go through this podcast. That's just a little nibble. A little nibble. For episode one. But as we get into it a little more, um, we're just continuing to be on the rat girl theme. And so our final segment of the episode is send it to the sewers. We are ranting about something we are not on board with this week. So what are you sending to the sewers this week? I am sending to the sewers any car rental company that is not one of the fab five. What's the fab five? Avis, Enterprise, Budget, National. Is Tom Brady's Hertz on there? Hertz. (laughs) Absolutely. That episode, is the Fab or Five. His commercials <laughs> sponsored by Hertz. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know how to describe these types of car rental companies that aren't the Fab Five, other than pirates <laughs> who are out to plunder poor people <laughs> like myself, <laughs> looking to catch a break. What do they do? Like, what goes wrong? So, okay, so let's let's backtrack. So, I my car 
died <gasps> last week. And at the same time, Colin's car was in the shop because his car got hit by a concrete truck. So we were carless. So we had no oh choice. It was just a, not a great, a great week. <laughs> yeah. The, what my, are the odds of that? One of my friends, Amanda, said it was the, uh, an eclipse. So that's what I blamed it on. Um, so we had no car. We had to get a car a rental. Wow. So I go onto Expedia and I'm like looking for a deal. Right. And this company, it didn't even really say the company on there. It was it which kind of my fault, but whatever. No, but you, it was you cheap. Trust Expedia though. I trust Expedia. It was cheap. I've already money has been flying out lately, so I'm like, just I don't care if it's like a clown car. Like I just need <laughs> the cheapest thing to just get it through this week and this lunar eclipse. <laughs> so rent it, gives me the address. I, we pull up to this shack off of Santa Monica Boulevard. Oh I'm not kidding. A shack. Like, the ceilings were so low. When we walked in, I was like, this is this doesn't seem legit. But, you know, okay, let's see. So, rent the car. It's very, it's very shifty. Like, I'm asking questions. I'm not getting clear responses. They tell me they have to put a $350 hold on my credit card Um in case I get a ticket or an, into an accident or something I'm like, okay, okay, that's, I already have like insurance. Why right. do you need to also put this on and not getting any straight answers? I'm right. like smelling the bullshit, but I'm like, I need a car. Well, I'm going to make sure I need a car <laughs> yeah. and I'm going to make sure that I get this, this deposit back. They, they don't know the rat girl they're fucking with. If they, if they even try me with that deposit, but I'm like, all right. And I, I straight up said to the guy, I'm like, I will find you. I will come back here if I don't get this back in 14 business days, which is what you said. I'm marking it on my calendar. I don't play with my money. Oh, my God. And he's like laughing. I'm like, you're laughing now, but just wait. (laughs) It was just I was very nice, but it was just like I needed to make it clear. Yeah. You're not going to mess with me. Yeah. So take the car, return it. I use it for the week, return it. The next day, I get an invoice <gasps> for one penny. Uh, they're like, you still owe us one penny. Please click the link below to play, to pay it. I'm like, see, I knew something. Mm-hmm. I knew fuckery was afoot with this establishment. This? Exactly. So I'm like, I'm not going to click that link because I have my credit card. They're yep. going to, you know, th- there we go with the paranoia, the anxiety of the spiral again. No, but that's like very warranted. Truly. So I'm like, I'm not clicking this link. They underestimated how petty I am. I drove there in <gasps> rush hour traffic, out of my way, was late to something afterwards because I'm like, I just need to, I need to sort this out in person. Yeah. Took a single penny, slammed it down on the desk <laughs> and said, there's your penny. Close my account and send me a confirmation email that my account is closed. And they were just like, what? Like, that's never happened before. We've ne- I don't, must have been the si- glitch in the system. They're like, we can't accept a penny. I'm like, you're s- accepting this penny. Yeah, we're, we're closing our debts or we're whatever. Done. Yeah, yeah. I never want to see you again. Wow. So, who would have known if you clicked that link? Your like credit card would have bought that's how they would have scammed me. Them, like a yearly porn membership or something. <laughs> <laughs> what are people using money for now? I don't, I don't spend it, so I don't know. No shame, whatever it is. 
Yeah, no, I support porn fully. I'm, I'm, porn. I'm in there, not in the porns, but <laughs> I'm watching. You're in there perusing. I'm, I'm perusing the feminist porn, but I'm like, I don't even. It's yeah, life is so expensive lately. I'm like, I can't spend money on anything. So what yeah. are the people that have money spending it on, or the people that are scamming at these car dealerships spending it on? Well, that's a so so. Just stick to the Fab Five. Stick Long to the story Fab Five. Short. That's actually good to know because Jesse and I are going out of town this weekend, and we were going to rent a car. Okay. And there was a part of me that was like, "What if we go somewhere sketchy?" Yeah. No. No. <laughs> to save I, some. To save some dough. Let my mistakes be, be my lessons. Yes. Be, <laughs> let my lessons and mistakes be your guide beneficiary. <laughs> That made no sense. (laughs) We support. Um, My send it to the sewers this week is, I feel like this is such a common opinion, but I just, no, go for it. My mood is already ruined with this daylight savings. Oh, it's, it's, I thought we voted in California that we weren't doing this anymore. I, I don't girl. I have no idea. I don't even, I don't know. Half the times the clocks go back. I just, I just know I wake up. Thank God the phone automatically does it. I've I've never known yeah. when that's happening. You're like, when is this going on? That's that's for the best because it's ruining my life. I well, one, I like to go on nightly walks when I get off of work. I right. can't do that anymore. It gets dark at four. Right. How can I how can I walk and not while being a woman? I, I, you I, know I'm such an advocate I know for female you are. weapons. I love a female weapon. I do have mace. Okay, that's great. I'm, that's a great start. Yeah, very excited about it. Um, excited to mace someone come after me. <laughs> I won't walk at night either, mm, so mm-hmm. I feel you 100%. Yeah. This is so annoying. There's so like too many little daylight hours in L.A. It's like, yeah, and I don't like to wake to up till 10, so... <laughs> As you should. You need sleep because that is what leads to longevity. Yes, it regulates my hormones. Yeah. So let me sleep in in the morning and then let me walk at night. Okay, wait, I can't. It's dark out. Right. <laughs> I know. I feel that. That is super annoying. What about lunchtime walk? Yeah, no, that's a good idea. I need to do that. Yes. that. I mean, that's definitely the solution. <laughs> but it's like, I'm like literally 4 p.m. hits and I'm like, oh, the day's over. You know, yeah. like. I'm ready to snuggle up with a good Britney memoir. And instead, I'm having to continue my life. Yeah. And I just feel so tired immediately. I think everyone's feeling that for sure. Yeah. The depression is the seasonal depression is real. It's seeping in. It's seeping in. And I'm like, I have those blackout curtains, too, aren't really working in the morning because now it gets light earlier, too, in the morning. Right. So that's the other part of it. And I'm like, as someone who likes to sleep until 10 a.m., <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Yeah, it's waking me up at eight, and I and, and, and that early in the morning, if I'm waking up, I'm not fully awake yet, so I'm not getting my walk in. Then I'm just scrolling on TikTok. Then, so it's not a productive early wake up. <laughs> <laughs> We're all living the same life, I swear. We're doing the best we can, especially since the pandemic. Where it's just like, what is time? What is time? What is what having is, a job? What is success? What is what's money? Money? What is? my life yeah we're all questioning it we're all in credit card debt the world is in shambles and there was like i was actually watching this tiktok which i wish i knew the um creator but so i could credit them but they were talking about why so you did you ever watch girls yeah of course it's one of my 
It's so good. All-time favorite shows. So good. And they they were talking about how, like, you know, everyone's now been rewatching Girls. Yeah. And he, his hypothesis was, like, because when Girls was on, it was, like, there was so much hope. And, like, it yeah. was, like, a real feel-good Obama time. Was we had president. Obama exactly. We could do anything. We were just, like, full of <laughs> hopefulness and, you know, just excited about the future. And then now everything is so bleak totally it, it can feel so bleak there's little spot you have to right. find your spots of sunshine. you have to find your glimmers but people are like going back to rewatch because that was like a time in especially our generation where we were so like just shit felt good shit felt so good and like there was a light at the end of the tunnel yeah and something we were working for and now we're like girl i will never be able to own girl a bossing <laughs> Exactly. And, and now that was height of girl boss. Yeah, that was height girl boss. I read that book. Did you? Yeah, the Sophia Emerson. I watched the show and I, I would not recommend show. it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Don't no. watch it. It's not very good. Um well, there's something to be said for like the the idea of girl boss. The energy yeah, of the Girl energy Boss at that time Boss. was fantastic. The energy of Girl Boss was so good, but it turned it, it somewhere along the line shifted to like kind of toxic. Yeah, and yeah, now it has such a negative connotation. I know. I'm here for a Girl Boss gatekeep gaslight. That yeah. to me seems like a but good so then combo. What does Girl Boss mean to you now? Girl Boss now to me means what Rat Girl means to me. I love it. Uh, yeah, I'm like you I rebranded re rebrand girl boss to mean rat girl because girl boss is like you have to be this certain way. Rat girl is you can be whatever way you want to be. Yes, <laughs> love that. Go against society's expectations and let's keep empowering the ladies. Keep empowering the ladies, no matter which scurrying little path they choose. No, whatever you want to do. If you want a girl lay, I support. If, if you, you want a girl girl lay. <laughs> If you want a girl sleep, I support. If you want a girl boss, I also support. Yeah. But not one is better than the other. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's a good place to end things is on the thought that Rat Girl is your new girl boss. <laughs> We're rebranding girl boss. To be Rat Girl. To be Rat Girl. So welcome to the Rat Girl Hive. What do you call a group of rats? A, a pod. Rat a, pod. A rat, rat pod. <laughs> the rat race. Rat Rat nest. Rat nest. This is the damn rat's nest. Welcome to the rat nest. And everyone's welcome. Unless we got cheese. We got cheese. We got girl we, shit. Rose. We, <laughs> we got scrunchies. We got scrunchies. We got skims. We got, uh, what else are we doing lately? Um, chunky heels. Chunky heels are back, baby. <laughs> The clogs are coming back. We got it all. So keep listening to Rat Girls. We'll see you guys soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.